0: Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Living Sales podcast today. I am extremely excited to have Elaine Zelker on the podcast with us. For the past 10 years, Elaine has been running her photography business in the Lehigh Valley and surrounding areas. She has mastered the perfect headshot and has enjoyed photographing thousands of people all over the country, from individual shots to corporate events. Mastering the headshot is what she does best. But when she's not shooting in the studio or on location, Elaine can be seen teaching classes in photography, branding and social media, and running motivational mastermind classes online and in person. Known as a serial entrepreneur, she has multiple side hustles and loves art. She's a mom, a teacher, a photographer, brand strategist, wife, team leader, author, DIYer, speaker, and lover of life. And I think that the last statement of the lover of life is is what has drawn me to Elaine the most is the fact that she can do all of these, all of these different things, excel in so many different areas, but not lose a passion for life through all of it. And, and as I'm sure you'll hear throughout the conversation, that it's that love of life and that passion for life that drives her to do all of the things that she's doing. Mm-hmm. So Elaine. Thank you for joining us.
1: Hello, thanks for having me. Just exci- I get exhausted hearing all that. I'm sure other people do, but it's like, but at the same time, I'm fired up because I'm like, wow, what else can I add to that list?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, it's absolutely incredible. So, so one of the things that that I really want to focus on in in this conversation with you is obviously there's a million different directions we could go and, and talk about so many different things, but you know, the, the people that, are, the people that are really listening to this podcast are our salespeople in many different capacities, whether they're starting out as a salesperson or they are sales managers and have years of experience. And one of the things that I think is so important that I've talked about in, in different capacities is something that makes a salesperson very successful is building a, a personal brand around around you, like as as you as a person, that you're not just representing a company as a salesperson, but mm-hmm. it's it's really, and, and I know it's kind of cliche, but it's true that when people are buying from you, they're they're buying from you as a person. They're not just buying a product. They they they're buying from the person also that's selling to them and, and building building a story around who you are and building around a story that, that really differentiates you as a person not just helps you sell more as a sales rep but also helps you enjoy the whole process a lot better mm-hmm. and so so when you know, one of the topics I want to talk with you about is is this whole concept of of building a brand not just for a company but but a personal brand and really crafting your life around that mm-hmm. and then we can continue to discuss other things from there but just to to kick this off can you talk about what your background is that has allowed you to really become an expert in so many things and and specifically an expert in in brand building and just talk about a bit how you got to where you are
1: yeah awesome i mean i think it's my life i mean you know we're so much more than just what we put down as our credentials on paper so um i'm a photographer now but i actually have an extensive background i have a bachelor's in psych and business from rutgers university um, and then I went on and got an RN degree. So I'm a registered nurse by trade. But in that world, because of some of the business background and the psych degree with the nursing, I did so much in my nursing career from running a dermatology practice for 10 years and turned them into like a million dollar company with self-pay products and things like that. So I always had a drive for sales, even from the beginning of my nursing career. Um, I did pharmaceutical sales for five years. I won trips and I won alkali. Oh, Awesome. Oh yeah I, I worked for a pharmaceutical company uh um which was awesome and that honestly was probably the bread and butter of my sales training I I by far think it was probably the best sales training I've ever had in my life um it was it was grueling it was rough the, you know when
2: you're yeah.
1: you, truly when 10 doors close on you one opens that's the goal you're looking for for the day so it 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 definitely made me a stronger salesperson in the end
0: Who um, did you work for who did you work for?
1: Uh, Sanofi Aventis
0: Oh, cool! I, I was a farmer rep for a couple of years too. I worked for a startup company in North Carolina called Cornerstone Biopharma, and that was that was my first healthcare sales job. Same, yeah. same exact experience. It's so funny. I, was,
2: I knew that we
1: had similar backgrounds, and I just you know researched you a little bit too. And at the same time, it's like I feel like there's something um, in our minds that I know so many nurses that are now photographers. There's like an artist side of of us, and that drive and that passion to be salespeople as well. It's all very similar. Um, but, but I, I, having that background in business and marketing and nursing and psychology, um, I, I took one photography class back at Rutgers and this is back in the the early nineties. And, you know, back then I came from a very old fashioned Italian family where it's like, you know, you have to be a nurse or, or a psychologist and, you know, you work nine to five and, and this and that an artist wasn't even an option. And I really did love photography, but it wasn't something I was going to pursue. I didn't have, any support in that. So I just kind of pushed it on the back burner for many years. Um, And then my life completely changed. I had three beautiful daughters. I got married very young and um, they started, you know, getting older and my life changed in 2006 and seven when I lost both my parents and then got divorced. So I kind of went through a bad time in my life where I finally woke up and I said, you know what, life is too short not to do what you love to do. And To make a long story short, I wound up meeting my current husband now. His name is Zeke Zelker. He's a filmmaker and an entrepreneur. And I was really envious of that. It was like so exciting to meet somebody that's an entrepreneur that's following their passions and yet, you know, you know, still makes it every day and things like that. But so I wound up after we got married, I wound up jumping, jumping ship 10 years ago. And I'm not saying I left my nursing career behind, but I decided that I'm going to follow my true passion and be who truly I was, this artist that was, you know, trapped for so many years. And that's when I opened Elaine's Elker Photography um, about 10 years ago and never looked back. And I did still dabble in nursing. I was doing hospice nursing up until May of last year per diem. And I would always keep my nursing degree because it's always, it's going to be a huge part of who I am and yep. my business now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so, so then when I jumped ship 10 years ago, I, know went full board into photography and i did everything in photography from you know families and babies and weddings and you know i i kind of deduced down to really what i love and in the last five years i I hyper i hyper i hyper focus when i can can connect with people and and truly empower them so about five years ago i realized that i pigeonholed myself to being just a photographer so when people met me, that's all they knew me as. They didn't know me as this, you know, great salesperson and marketing person. I can change businesses around and I can do sales out the wazoo. And I, cause I love selling and, you know, in, and when I wasn't doing photography, I was always doing something else. In addition to photography, I was a huge DIY I have a channel on YouTube and, and I do like crafting things and I, um, I would sell cigar box purses. I would sell jewelry that I would make. So I was always doing and, and creating these small side hustles and businesses before side hustles were really a thing, like direct marketing yeah. sales and stuff like that. So, but yeah, um, let me keep going.
0: So, so, <laughs> uh, so, so I was going uh, to ask, so in, so in like what you like just, what said, you just about, said about, uh, do you, hold, do you, you, hold do you, on, do you, do you hear an echo? Do you hear
2: an echo? No.
0: Uh, there's something wrong with our connection.
2: Yeah.
0: Hold on one second. Let me see if this, so while you were talking, there was like a there was a slight echo. Now okay, now it's now it's gone. I don't know. That, that's weird. So Maybe
1: um, I lost lines here or something?
0: Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's very strange. So while you were talking, one of the things that that I that I thought about is you're saying how you love you you've always loved sales and you love to be selling and you love doing all of these other things as well and you love the side hustles that you have. What have you found to be the balance between still getting out and selling and selling what you're doing and whatever, whatever it is that you're selling and also working on your business and also working on, on growing, growing your side hustles, because obviously it takes time to do, mm-hmm. you have, you have to do it all. Well, how have you found that balance to be able to still sell and promote what you're doing versus well, working on the business itself?
1: Well, that was hard because I think it's one and the same. I feel like, you know, I am my walking brand all the time. There is no more distinction between me personally and me as a business person. I truly believe, and that's one of the number one things I teach people in branding themselves, that you are your walking, talking billboard all the time. Long gone are the days where, oh, well, I'm gonna have a personal page here and then I have my business page here. More and more people are gonna want to know the face behind the brand. So I, I'm always true to myself and, and I'm, a, I'm always real and I'm always, you know, exactly what you see online is what you get because there's people want to see the person behind the brand. So there is no more distinction between, um, you know, my personal life and what I'm putting that there when a client comes in to, to see me. Um, uh, just, I don't know, just you have to be the real person, the real, the raw, the ugly and all the, all the commonalities you share always have to be, you know, present. Cause that's what, that's what people will, you talked about, um, uh, you, you know, sales and, uh, ugh, I'm trying to babble. I don't want to babble. Um, about, you know, being your true self and stuff like that, that, yeah. that is brand. So I don't know where I'm trying to go with that, but
0: no, no, you're, you're, you're right. I mean, that's, and that's, that's where I was, that's what I was asking around is, is that very thing, you know, that's, I'm, 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 interested in, in hearing you say that and to talk more around that concept because I, I feel like I feel like salespeople are or anybody who's a salesperson is in essence an entrepreneur even if they're working for if they're working for another company because they are growing their own business they are growing their territories they are out selling and they're 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 building business building a business around their own efforts and so it's it's like a, a a, a different version of entrepreneur, maybe not growing their own business necessarily, but you are responsible as a salesperson, you're responsible for your, your, the success of your business and your territory rides on you. And, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people separate that. Like I'm the salesperson between nine to five, but before nine and after five, I'm, I'm not, I'm this or I'm that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that what you're saying about the, i not really making that differentiation, I think is is important. Yeah. How do how do you, how do you, how would you see, if somebody approached you and thought that this, you know, let's say somebody's listening to this or not say somebody. So let's say after somebody listens to this, they think, wow, you know, I've, I've, I've kept all of this kind of separate, this whole concept of building a personal brand around myself is interesting. How does, how would you say somebody gets started when they really like to, 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 start to integrate things, how to blend work and life and build a, a brand around themselves. How would you say, that, like, as a salesperson, you I could do I love this
1: because this is one of the first things I teach in my branding class, where you are your brand. So you, and you hit on the nose, you hit on the on the button where it's, you're not your company because that company can be gone tomorrow. So don't bank all of your brand on somebody else's brand. I did that for a long time and I helped grow other people's brand and I was on the back burner and I, I became resentful. So what I always teach people is about five years ago, I dropped the photography. So now I am just ElaineZelker.com, And I teach people like, I know that you probably have brand and hence you're like, you have your own brand. That's your, so I say, create your brand, create your own LLC as you, the person, cause you are your walking brand. And underneath that brand, it's like an umbrella. You have many different aspects of you. I'm a photographer, I'm an author, I'm a DIYer. I sell colors to you, I do direct sales still. Um, I do the mission and power, the mission retreats that I'm doing now. I teach these workshops. So that is all under the umbrella of Elaine Zelker. So I even say one of your, one of your spokes of your umbrella can be, yeah, I work for a pharmaceutical company. But you're also an amazing artist. You're also an author. Or you can write amazingly. We have so many platforms that you can share your skills and your expertise out there that women especially are free to use them. Because they think they're just a mom or they're just somebody that works in a hospital or they're just somebody that does sales, like you said, nine to five, and they're discrediting everything else. Yeah. So and, and you know, so I always say create you as the brand. Everything you do under that is part of your brand, of which you need to share with the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it's, I think it's fantastic advice. And I and I find that to be I find that to be a very freeing. Mm-hmm. A very freeing thing just as a, is that with that mindset change where you no longer have to, to be like two different people for, yeah. the, for the lack of better, lack of better example. I mean, where you're spending the day as one thing and then after, after work or wherever you're dividing that in your mind, you have to, you feel like you're living a totally, totally different life. But there yeah. there's, there's great peace when you can realize that work and life are, are all integrated and if, if, if you realize that you are representing yourself and this is who you are as a person, it, it makes you realize that you can, you can enjoy work, you can enjoy what you're doing because it's part of life. It doesn't have to be that you enjoy life and you enjoy work, you just enjoy life because it's all, it's all, it's all part of it.
1: Yeah, but in, and also you have to let people know what you're doing. You know, I know when people come into my studio now because I'm so well-versed in it and I know me as a person, I can be 100% myself all the time, but it encompasses all of me. Somebody comes yeah. in for headshots. By the end of the headshots, most likely they're going to know that I have all these other entities going on because it just pours out of me. Yeah. So all of my, the branding classes, the gratitude journal I wrote, everything come, comes out naturally and organically because it's who I am. And I right. allow it to just spew out everywhere I go. Because if I don't take action where, you know, my goals won't come into place. My, I won't be able to crush my goals if I feel like I'm not, I'm hiding something from someone because I'm not truly, true, you know, true to myself. Um,
2: right.
1: One of the first steps that when people come in to build their personal brand, like what do they, I always say like, what are the first steps you need to take? Because people think like, oh, I'm going to build a brand. Everything's going to be great. I'm going to do this. Now. I've got these big goals of being a millionaire. I stop them right in their tracks. I'm like, before you do anything, what is your why? Why are you doing it? You know, don't just do it for the money. Don't just do it for the athletes. Don't do it to get social media followers. That stuff is gone. If you don't know your why, none of this is going to work. And a big shift came to my life when I figured out what my why was. And that's my mission. Now my mission, my values and my vision, all of that came to fruition about two years ago. And, and when it did, everything changed in my life. So my why became my mission, which is to empower as many people as I can to utilize their gifts and talents to rise and soar. So now that that vision is so clear, everything I do, everything, whether it's photography, teaching, this podcast goes towards that mission of empowering other people to use what they have inside of them to grow. So if you don't know your why, it's I feel like your goals are never going to come to fruition because you truly don't know the reasons why you're doing it
0: yeah what what would you say are some of the have you have you ever when somebody answers that question some you'd say what is your why and people give you a why do you usually go with that first answer or have you found yourself guiding people to be to, to change people's why and help them to see what their real motivations.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely are. help them because I, I feel like, um, you've got to perfect that mission. And I, I use mission and your why kind of interchangeably your, my, when I discovered what my true mission was, um, I always thought it was what my, um, my vision was like the vision of what I wanted to do was create great photos, teach people and inspire a great way of living and being motivational. Those are the things I have to do, but it's not my why. Do you see the difference? Like the why yeah, is- that's
0: a really good point actually. Yeah.
1: people to get to where they need to be? It's not the actions I'm thinking. It's, it's the reason behind it because here I kind of do like, um, it goes like across a board, like know what your why is, what you want to do who your collaborators are, who, who are you gonna use, who's gonna be your team to get you there? Because you need a team. You need a mentor all the time. I know now that I will never not have a coach. You know, and and it took me 10 years into my business to figure that out. In the last five years, I will always have a coach now. Somebody to mentor me because I still need to know more always. So yeah. get collaborators. Know what you need to keep, change, and let go of. So these are all things I go over with people. And then know what your future outcome looks like. So so the end result of all this stuff I want to do is to create an empowerment fund for people, especially women, so they can build and cater to their dreams and passions. Because I never mm-hmm. had that. So my mission is to empower many people, but the outcome is to help support them to, to do that now. But there's a mm-hmm. lot of in between stuff I need to do to get there. Um, you mean
0: like creating creating like a like a scholarship fund for people, yeah. or how would you how do you envision <laughs> so, that?
1: Like a fun, like for so when women entrepreneurs say, "Hey, listen, I've got this amazing story I want to tell," I don't know what platforms to go. So it's connecting them to the right people, investors, um, maybe even supporting them somewhat financially to get their their project off. And like a little incubator, and then you're, you're help supporting them, you know, you know, it, it get their dreams out there.
2: Hmm. You know,
1: so it's but and I think some, you know, a lot of times people, it's not about, it is about money a lot of times. Like sure. <laughs> People do need resources to get there, whether it's a thousand dollar startup or to get, you know, a website started, whatever it is, you know, my goal is to create some type of empowerment fund for women that are just starting out because yes. I didn't have that. Everything was self-taught and self, you know, motivating and, and spending a lot of money to get to where I am. Um, Cause I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly growing, yes. but
0: but it all goes That's, that's, all a, very
2: goes- point. that's a very
0: good point. It's a very good point. Yeah, with I, I find that one of the, what what really separates a lot of people of, of people who who are successful in their fields versus versus people who need to grow more it, is people's willingness to invest in themselves mm-hmm. and to invest in, in 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 their own growth, in their own learning, in their own training. Mm-hmm. I think that if you if you stagnate in that area and you feel like you don't need to invest in yourself or that you've already learned everything that you need to, and that's, that's one of the biggest mistakes I think anybody can make, you know, it's the concept of investing, of not or the concept of not wanting to invest in yourself is, is, is dangerous. Yeah. I think that it's, it's, it's so important that that people, no matter what your job is, whether you're, whether you're an entry-level sales rep, whether you're, you work in a call center, whatever it is, if, you're not, if you don't realize that, like you said, we just started talking that it's, it's your, your work and your job and everything you're doing and, and yourself is all one and the same. So you're, if you're investing in, in growing your company that you're working for, but you're not investing in yourself, you're missing out on it huge opportunity
1: and you know what the number one reason is why is because they fear it because the minute they put a dollar amount to where they're investing, they're, they're being held accountable <clears throat> right and people are
2: afraid
1: of themselves they're afraid yep. to just let it go I always tell yeah. people you've got fear on one side you've got passion on the other fear outwinds. you know outwits all the time for a lot of people for me it shifted that passion became so much stronger I needed to jump period. Mm -hmm. There was no, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to try this. Something shifted. And that was because I started surrounding myself around like-minded people, getting rid of the naysayers. And um, one of the biggest changes that came into my life when I I, I read a lot, and one of the books that stays, it's almost like my Bible, I read the Ogmandino Scrolls. And it, it changed my life and I will always have them in my life because it, it truly changed who I was. And so now I do greet each day with love in my heart. I will persist until I win. I will act now. And so all of that stuff, that positive reinforcement that I surround myself with, it's, it's part of my blood now. So, but in order to do that, it takes practice. Like I always tell people I love when people write goals down and this and that, but I hate when they don't take action. Yeah. So, but here's the problem with, with, with a lot of people teach and how I do it a little bit differently as well. You can't just say, God, write your goals down. I want you to go out and crush them. Cause that's what I hear everywhere. Nobody's showing you how to do it though. Right. Nobody says, okay, this is what I want you to do. Write this down. This is going to be a 90 day plan. This is what you're going to do the first month. This is what you're going to do the second month. This is the platforms you're going to use. So these are the tools that I use. So social media, you can use the scrolls. How are you going to crush your goals? Um, you know, do your gratitude journaling every day. So this commitment and this investment in yourself is huge, but it's life changing, but you've got to be willing to act. So I teach people right away. Your goals are going to sound fantastic on paper, but if you do nothing to act towards them, just throw it away, burn it. Cause it means nothing unless you take action.
0: Right. You're right.
1: And supporting them through that with the tools to use in order to get there now.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's, that is, that it's such an important point because I feel like there's this general concept or this general belief in, in our culture that is, if you, if you write your goals down, that's like the magic potion is I wrote them down and now I have a goal list. And then you go six months from now and you look and you're like, yeah, I wrote those down, but I didn't do anything because it's, it's the action that's most important. And, and, you know, that's what I was talking about with my conversation with Jeff Hayden, the, the, the from the podcast interview a few weeks ago in his, in his book Ment talks about the same exact thing of, of this concept of, of motivation mm-hmm. and, and writing goals down. Mm-hmm. But once you write them down, then there's that, that, that's not good enough. Once you write them down, then you actually have to start taking action. It's it's the small steps and it's the small successes and the small efforts that make the biggest difference. So, so what would you say to a salesperson who says, or any, anybody, it doesn't have to just be a salesperson, but somebody says, well, what you're saying sounds good, but I don't own my own business. I, I work for another company and I just have to focus on my company's goals. I don't have time to focus on my own goals. What, would you, what advice would you give to somebody who says something like that?
1: I would first ask them, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Do you want to own the company? Do you want to retire from this company? Do you have any passions that you're not telling me about right now that we can tap into a little bit more? Um, I feel like I was there. So, And I, I felt like... Um, this is a twofold because there are still some people that love that life. They, they don't, they are comfortable in building somebody else's brand and, and putting themselves in the back burner. But if they came to me, they're coming to me for a reason because they want to, sh- they, they want to shift somewhere. They're either, they're not being true to themselves or they're investing too much time in it. And they're becoming resentful because why are they questioning it then if something's stirring in them? So I may ask them, where do you, do you, do you see yourself as an entrepreneur that you want to own your own company? Is there any side things that you do, you know, artistically or, you know, do you write? Do you find what your other passions are? And can we grow that as well? Because a lot of people are afraid that, like, you know, um, that the other stuff is not good enough. But there's, like I said, like somebody um, could be they may, I'm going to throw something crazy out there. They might make amazing dog biscuits at home that are organic and they just make them for them and their friends, but not realizing that they could be sitting on a gold mine because they don't feel like they can do something like that. So it's be, it's, but if I didn't know about that, how are you going to help somebody grow that? So it's letting the veil down a little bit and, and making people aware of what you are capable of and then start growing that. Um, It's really hard because I, I was in that position where it was all about other people's brands and stuff like that. And I was different. I felt like I can just crush all those goals and just keep going above and beyond what I was being taught. Or, I mean, I just, I, I looked at things differently that, I don't know, that's kind of a hard question to answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, I, I feel like there was, there was uh a moment for, there was a moment for me in the past, actually you're saying when you were a pharmaceutical rep, it was right after, right, right when I, when I was a pharmaceutical rep of, of realizing there, there was, and I was, I was young, I was, how old was I? I was like 22. Yeah. So I was, I was, it was, it was my, God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I remember even back then thinking like I had all these ambitions and goals for myself in college of what I wanted to do you know with running a rock climbing guiding company and a million different things that I wanted to do and then after college actually I got a job my first my first job after college was working at enterprise rent a car and then I ended up getting a job as a farmer rep. i think so many people have I, that statement I've heard that <laughs>
1: exact story. statement multiple times <laughs>
0: yeah it's crazy it's it's crazy so but I remember when I was a farmer rep i was i remember driving one day thinking like having this realization like, you know, just because I have a job now doesn't mean that I have to give up on on everything that I wanted for myself. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be this or that. It can be this, this and that. And and I can and I can focus on on both things. And and I've I've found that for me in my life now, that all of my personal goals and the things that I am striving for is what really fuels me and my successes in, in, in business and in everything else that I'm doing. It's, mm-hmm. those, it's having those personal goals and, and, those, and those personal motivations, or those, those, those personal aspirations are really what drive me because you know, now I, I've found what I really love to do as far as professionally. You know, I've, I've had jobs where I was kind of plugged in as a sales manager. To an existing company and, and told this is how you have to, this is how you have to operate. You, you, you have to do this 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 and given very rigorous rules and 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 I, it was so hard to operate in that in that world because I, I realized that for me, I do much better when I'm building something from the ground up and so you know the I'm what i 'm doing now, the company i 'm running now with uh, with econ Genomics, which is a reproductive genetic lab out of Shanghai, you know, they brought me on board to start their business for them outside of china and I was the first person that they hired outside of China and was given kind of carte blanche to build the the global business and and it gave me the opportunity to to really design something and, and, and build something successful from the ground up and and What I've found to be true throughout this whole process is I I don't just make a list of goals of this is what I want the company to do here, 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 and here. It's really, here's here's what I envision myself doing. Here's what I envision myself achieving personally. This is where, this is the level of influence I would like to have. These are the people I would like to get to meet. This is the type of business I would like to build. And and I find that by setting these personal goals, it it, it fuels everything else that I'm doing. And mm-hmm. and I've I've found a very unique uh, a unique niche because I like we started out talking in the beginning and everything that you've just been saying of how how this personal brand is it, it's really you that 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 all of your efforts are are built around and that, that people see they they want to see you they want to see the face behind the brand. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's allowed me to grow. I, this is the second time. That I've that I've worked for a, a Chinese company to to build their business outside of China, and and I've seen that to be the case for everything that I've done. In that, it's the company, but it's also it's also been built around me, and it's actually solidified. I don't mean like built around me. I mean that's it's it's the relationships that I've had that have been able to really solidify the company in in the global market. That it's not just sending out a bunch of emails and and marketing material, but it's it's about relationships and it's about people. Yeah. And and that's what that's what makes the biggest difference. And I think that gets lost on so many people and that everything everything that we do as, as salespeople or as business owners, it's about it's about people. And if you lose that, that's where you kind of you, you get you get lost in, in the mix and work becomes work and life becomes life. And yeah, it, it really is all about they people give
1: themselves the opportunity to be that person that they can correspond <laughs> and, and meet with other people to be themselves and that's right. the problem. they're not they're not they don't feel like that they matter or they count in that company then you know right. you came in with that confidence though that they're they they know the brand that they know what they're going to get from what they're going to because you've proven that externally and that's what you put out there so that's exactly what they're going to get so when people come in there not feeling as confident as you are as I am into a company where, you know, you know, that you're going to run circles around them. It's a confidence level. So they're not, how do we teach them to let the veil down and let it go. And, and that, that, that's hard. That is hard sometimes. It's not something you can yeah. just do somebody overnight. It's really, you know, some people don't, don't, some, honestly some people just don't have it there and they're fine with the status quo of going to work nine to five and going home and doing nothing or doing whatever they need to do. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's a fire in everybody and it's just trying to ignite that somehow to, to know that they matter. And, and, you know, even the same thing with me when I was in pharmacy, I was different in farm sales because I was an RN. And I came in with right. much more experience than somebody that was working at enterprise. <laughs> I'm not done with you, But you know what I mean? <clears throat> so my conversations with doctors were way different than if you were speaking to a doctor, right? So oh, yeah. somebody could say like, oh, well, I was, I was selling Lantus and a PG, I was selling insulin drugs. If the doctor said to me, like, they would test me all the time and I would be like, bring it, <laughs> you know, because they I'd be like, oh, well, what's it going to do cardiovascular wise? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what it's going to do cardiovascular wise, but somebody else wouldn't. So they liked that. It, they liked yeah. that challenge. They liked that. I didn't shut my mouth and just run out the door scared. So that's who I knew that I knew that anything I was going to do, I was going to own it and run with it. I stopped pharmaceutical sales for more of an ethical reason though. I felt like I was in a world where I felt like I had golden handcuffs and Mm. I felt like all the accolades were great. You know, I had a car, I had my internet paper, I had my insurance paper, I had a great 401k. I pretty much worked Tuesday, Thursday, 10 to two, which a lot of pharmaceutical reps do, be honest with you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I shouldn't be saying that out loud, but It was the golden handcuffs. The the territory became bigger and bigger. I would win trips. I got to all expense paid vacation with my husband. We got to go to Cabo and they paid for everything. But remember, I'm a nurse and I have a psych degree behind me. I was disgusted at the amount of money they were pouring into us. When people couldn't afford their insulin. And ethically, I couldn't do it anymore. I felt like, yeah, these accolades are great because I did my job well yeah, you can be compensated a little bit here and now, but what the f- I felt, I couldn't just, I couldn't be involved in it anymore. And, you know, and, and I was so stressed out by trying to reach my goals at that point, because they kept increasing my territories, letting everybody go. And this is when pharmaceutical change, where there was no more lunches, no more taking people out, no more giving anybody right. a pin. You know, I, I lived both worlds where you can do all of that, which was kind of, you know, a little crazy in itself. And then I went through the shift where you could do nothing. And then after that shift came, the expectations became really hard to hit. And I was hospitalized at one point for stress. And it got me to the point where like, you know what, my, my life is, matters more than this. And if I don't feel ethically, this is where I belong, I'm leaving. And I left, I left a very comfortable position to pursue something that was what if. And I did it. And, and that's why I feel it's important to tell my story now to say the journey and the struggle that got me here. I'm not going to say, oh, I was struggling so hard. No, I worked my tail off. You know, yeah. I worked 90 hours a week. I worked 60 hours a week now, you know, trying to build other things out. It's not that when you're your own entity, your own entrepreneur, nothing is handed to you. You stop, it stops.
2: You yeah. always
1: have to be going.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I, I agree completely. And there's the, this, my, my, a question I have a question about that and it'll kind of go off into a different topic but first before I say that it was interesting to hear you say about how you you the, the, your, your experience with with stress I mean I, I actually had a very similar situation now after after I was a farmer, rep I the, actually the company laid everybody off by yeah. voicemail which is a, a nightmare no. um and then I got recruited to join a diagnostic lab what was that oh,
2: oh
0: Elaine did you off. say something no you're you I can hear a good oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, I can hear. So I, <clears throat> I got recruited by this diagnostic lab, but I, I remember that then was my like my first job where it was just I had a quota and I had to hit my quota every month and, and I and I remember, feeling so incredibly overwhelmed. Just one day of of sitting in my car, in front of a pharmacy in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, just like in tears with my head in my hands, just like I the the stress was so overwhelming and but it was at that moment where i was like you know i've 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 got to do something i've got to do something about this i have to figure out how to do something different or else i'm going to i'm going to lose my mind and i that that i guess it's it's often those moments that are like these very very serious almost rock bottom moments that allow you to to turn things around it's inter- interesting to hear you say you have that that similar experience yeah.
1: And it was like, it was life changing. And yeah. you know, when, you know, this is all after for me personally, I lost both my parents. I had gone through a divorce all in like a two year span. And, mm-hmm. and then I'm exactly sitting in the car being like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. and you know, but now I, I change it where I still utilize a lot of the stuff I learned in pharmaceutical sales, like the goal crushing and things like, but, oh, it's yeah, for sure. you, but it's for me now. It's a very right. different story you know, so no, yeah, they had goals and expectations that were, you know, overwhelming and this and that. I set those types of goals for myself now. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm in control of it. I my remember I talked about my mission, vision, and values. Those values come into play a little bit more now because I'm allowed to because I'm an entrepreneur. And sometimes you're not allowed to use that when you're in a company like that. And this is honest. I had three kids. I had gone through a divorce. I had lost my parents. I had three little girls at home. And Sometimes my values weren't taken into consideration because of my job. I wasn't allowed to go see them sing in the choir because I had to be at a dinner that night. Or So when I honestly evaluated myself a few years ago and said, this is my mission. This is the vision of how I'm going to get there. But these are my values. My values come first because if my values aren't fulfilled, my mission surely never will be. So my my values have to come first because if not, if I'm not true to myself and the value of who I am, and I'll give you an example, because sometimes people don't understand what the heck I'm talking about. For example, I've got three daughters. I'm, I'm a person that encourages and empowers women, right? I don't want to shoot certain things in photography anymore i don't want to do bourgeois stuff i don't want to do nude i don't i never really did that stuff anyway but it kind of goes against what i'm teaching and what i'm doing to use women to use their <laughs> their mind body and spirit you know th- to to excel with their brains and stuff like that as opposed to their body so why would i then shoot that you know what i mean so it kind of goes against my values another one of my values is my youngest is still here my other two daughters are in college I don't work Sundays or the weekends anymore as much as I possibly can because I want that's part of my values now to be with my family. Because before I let my values down and I missed a lot. Yeah. So I'm strong enough now and I have I'm more empowered now to be able to put my values first because now my mission will be true to myself. And it's it's I'm actually attaining my mission because I'm being true to myself and my values. Yeah. Does that makes sense or? You know.
0: absolutely it, it absolutely does and and I think that it's it the message that you have and and everything that you're saying is it's it's all very though, though there's so many different things that you do. it everything that I'm hearing you say is still is revolving around that one point of of focusing on developing yourself and figuring out why why you want to do what you want to do what your values are, what drives you, and not, not just letting everything external influence you, but focusing on who you are, why you wanna do things. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think that it's, it's really cool because everything that you're saying, even what you're saying about photography, it all really is still coming down to that, that you're, you're empowering people, you're helping people to, to, get their, to get their lives back and to get their, mm-hmm. to get their priorities back in line. And I, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I think it's really cool to see that everything that you're doing, you know, when you read that huge list, like we, I listed in the beginning of the interview of saying you're a serial entrepreneur with uh, your a mom, a teacher, photographer, brand strategist, wife, team leader, author, DIY, or speaker and lover of life. Like all of those things individually sound like they have nothing to do with each other. But yet when you talk about it, I can see how you've, you've integrated all of it. And it's because you follow your own advice. <laughs> you know, you're 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 focusing on and allowing everything that you do to be in line with your mission and to be in line to in line with, with your goals and your values and, and what you envision for your life. And I, I, I think it's really cool to see how everything that you're doing is is affected by that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I mean, I spend, I mean, when I say I walk the walk, I truly do every single day. um, There's the four G's I call them. I do my gratitude growth goals and give back every single day. I wake up, I have my coffee in the morning and I have my gratitude journal in my journal. I write 10 things I'm grateful for every day every day. And some people will say often, and this is part of stuff I teach as well. Like, I can't think of anything. I'm like, are you breathing? Are you breathing clean air? Did you have clean water this morning? Was it warm water? Do you have ice in your refrigerator? Do you have food in your refrigerator? You can be grateful for everything that you have. Just be aware. So it's more of an awareness of what's around me. So every single day I write 10 things I'm grateful for. And then I write my goals for the day. I write three goals for the day. I have bigger goals. Like I have like a whole goal sheet, but, but every single day I write three things that I'm my goals. I mean, 10 things I'm grateful for my three goals, something I'm going to do for my growth for me, whether it's, you know, listening to a podcast, reading, listening to the scrolls when I'm getting ready in the morning, every single day, I have to do something for my own personal growth. And then the last G is to give back. I need to do something every day for me personally for my values is to give something back to somebody else. It can be as simple as a compliment I, I did a 90 day run where I wrote 90 thank you letters every day not 90 every day but for 90 days I wrote yeah, I wrote yeah. a thank you letter a day and mailed them to 90 different people so for three months That's
2: amazing.
1: and it stopped putting our it stopped putting ourselves first and start thinking about somebody else and I'm telling you it's going to humble you <laughs> and and seeing this stuff every day. So do the four G's, gratitude, growth, goals, and giving back. And I learned this from my mentor, Danielle Delgado. I took classes. I she was my she was my mentor. And I will always have a mentor. And it shifted my life. And because of this goodness I'm pouring out, goodness is just coming back to me tenfold. And it it's, it's That's re-
0: amazing. I, I I really like that concept of you know the the, the giving back portion. Because yes. I, I I think that it's that's something that is so often lost, especially yeah. especially when you're pursuing so many different things to, to grow your brand, to grow your business and, and, and expand your, your reach and, and, and your vision, uh, that I, I think that that whole concept of giving back and focusing on others could be so easily lost. So I, I, I love that. I, I think that I'm, I, I actually just I have my, my iPad out here to, to take notes. And I, I just wrote that down because I want to do that. I'm yeah. going to do that 90, that 90 day, that change. 90 day, thank you. I think that's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm absolutely going to do that.
1: And if it, it and I guarantee you, it's going to change you. Like for example, it becomes habit. So that's one of the biggest things I learned. So you need to create habit, but when you create a good habit, you're getting rid of a bad habit, right? So we all have these bad habits we try to do, and that's years of participating in those bad habits. So do something for 90 days, it's gonna become a brand new good habit. Cause when yeah. you're doing that 90 days, I promise you, you're gonna be looking every day, cause that's where I'm at now, I've done that. I did it 90 days ago, a while ago. And I look for things to do. And it's so simple, Brandon. It's like I could see somebody post something online. Instead of just like responding on the feed or something, I will direct message someone say, you know what, I just wanted to take the time. I saw your new profile picture. Everybody's loving on it. But I can see you radiating. I can, I'm so happy that you took it upon. You know what I mean? Like just step outside your comfort zone a little bit if you need to, to make somebody else feel better. And in turn, you're going to feel better. Like I even use it for business. Like I had a great shoot yesterday with a bunch of lawyers out in New Jersey, and we got along so great. I think they want to hire me to do all their social media. So coming in for headshots, we wound up talking about empowerment. Now they want me to run all their social media. So it's it's. But if they didn't know me, the true me, the minute they walked in, I it was all out in like an open book. You know, they wouldn't know. But I'm already looking forward to, I can't wait to thank them for, and they're in my gratitude journal this morning, the amazing shoot I had with them, how it made me feel. And I'm grateful for that. We had, we laughed the entire time we were shooting. Now I need them to know that,
2: you know? That's amazing.
1: You know, so it's like, it's doing something a little bit different, a little bit outside of your comfort zone, yeah. but doing it often to create a habit, then it becomes part of your life. And that's where I'm at. That's where I am. I, I, I search out stuff like this now to do.
0: That's amazing. I, I think that it, yeah, you're, what you're, what you're saying of not, it doesn't just become a habit of sending out a thank you note. It actually becomes a habit to be, it, it becomes a, a habit to be grateful. It Good. becomes a habit to be, to, to, to show mm-hmm. kindness to others that it's actually changing who you are, yeah. not just giving you something else to do. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, Any, that's amazing. And
1: is anything I'm saying bad for you? Nothing. Like no. everything I'm saying to teach and to do for you is good stuff. If you put it in. Right. And it's like one of those things, I promise it's going to work. If, but you've got to be all in. Like, that's what I teach yes. in my class. Like, you know, we're going to set up a plan, a 90 day plan with your goal setting. Cause there's I'm going to give you enough to do in that 90 day plan that we figure out together that I don't see you not hitting that goal. And if you're not, it's okay. Then what do we do differently? I don't believe in failure either. Cause there's times I've written amazing. I call them B hags, my big, hairy, audacious goals. I write them, and if I don't hit them, you know what I say? I'm like God, oh, whatever I need to do differently for the next ninety days—that that can help me achieve it. Yeah, if not, I don't feel like a failure. I feel like let's try it different now. What can I do differently? Yeah.
0: You know. Absolutely, um, I, I think that's such an important point, is, especially if you know. I, I think about like in in the context of, of salespeople with who are seeking to to fight get out there and fight every day to to meet their quota and to achieve the, the goals, those those like financial goals that they have and the, those those real tangible number goals that they would have every month. When a person misses the quota, it's so easy to get discouraged and think, yes. oh, I've failed. Yeah. But instead, what you really should be doing is exactly what you just said is, is saying, you well, I didn't achieve this goal, so now how what am I gonna do differently next month? Because if you get stuck in that loop of, oh, I'm a failure, then you're gonna just keep missing it yeah. as opposed to just thinking, what can I do differently? What's one thing I can change? You know, is, is, it, is it a matter of making more calls? Is it a matter of calling on the right people? Whatever it might be, it's, it's a different mindset of, okay, I'm not a failure. I just didn't achieve the goal this month, but I'm going to figure out how I'm going to do it moving forward. Yeah. I, I think, and I think
2: people stop
0: at that point.
1: evaluation part. They stop evaluating. Cause remember earlier I said, you know, when you're that those steps to build your personal brand, part of that was figuring out what you need to keep, what you need to change and what you need to let go of. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of us waste time, right? That's like the number yeah. one thing. People will say, Oh, Elaine, how do you do so much in a day? I don't waste a lot of time. We all have the, there is no, yeah. all the same 24 hours in our clock. What you do with it is what you're going to get out of it. I don't spend a lot of time wasting my time because, and this is why, because I have a plan that I'm putting into action because I wrote it down. I have a goal. I have five, I have three priorities per goal. And under each priority, I have five action plans or more to accomplish that. So I have time, but I also sleep like a baby and I get to do everything I want with my family and I get to travel and I get to be at all my kids' games and stuff like that. So my values still trump all that. But I'm still attaining it because I just don't waste a right. lot of time. People waste right. a lot of time on social media, on scrolling, on wasteful things. And once they realize that, they have so much more potential. But they yeah. need a mentor. They need somebody to guide them and hold them accountable
0: 100% yeah. when they're ready. No, I agree. And, you know, I I actually I, I was... I wrote a bit about it yesterday on my blog, but i i'm going to continue to to do some more research on this i the, the now off the top of my head i can't think of the actual journal that published it it was uh one of the leading psychology journals wrote did a did a, a multi year study and now they've published these results about how the concept of of multitasking and jumping back and forth from one task to another actually inhibits your ability to make decisions. Yep. And it was really inter- it was a really interesting study because it was showing how first of all it's it, it, the whole concept of multitasking is not true that you aren't ever multitasking you're just jumping back and forth and focusing on something different like every second. It's you're not it's impossible to focus on on multiple things at once. And once right. you start doing that you, you never get to the point where you're, where you are focused on one thing where you really can like get deep work done on something. But then at the same time, you're, you're truly hindering your ability to make decisions and, and you begin focusing on the things that are not important instead of focusing on the things that are important. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes into this, this spiral. Mm-hmm. And this, this wasn't in the study, but this is my interpretation yeah. of it. I think it goes, you go into this spiral of, you 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 continue to lose focus and then you eventually get to the point where you've decided to do so many different little things that don't even have an impact on on what your main goals are and then you just,
2: and then you you say, just get done.
0: lost.
1: And then you say, I'm done and now I can't do it and then they give up. You know, so it's like, right. You know, the biggest thing, and the biggest word that comes to my mind when you're saying all that is self discipline. Yeah. Um, so, so the writing of your tasks for the day and things like that, I know for me personally, like I, I do have my feet in many things. Like I, my photography is my bread and butter. That's the, my priority. I have a team of 195 girls in my direct sales company with color streets that I have to help and do things with, you know, I'm, I'm writing another journal. I'm doing some writing on the side. Um, I need to market and promote my, my workshop that I have out in 10 weeks. That's coming up at the end of September for another 10 week run. So but I have to prioritize myself and give each of them their due time. So like you were yeah. saying, instead of the hopping back and forth, I literally say to myself in the morning when I wake up after I do my journaling, it's photography time. I cannot look at or do anything else until those tasks are done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I have to. Like If I don't, I find myself going down that rabbit hole and nothing is productive. So the yeah. bottom line is it's truly training yourself and 100% self-discipline. Yeah. A habit that you need to create over time by doing these things over and over again, you yeah. know. And the only person is being held accountable is me. So right. there's no there's no competition between somebody else for getting my tasks done for the day. So you know, it's just for me. I'm I'm very disciplined. I come from a family that my dad was a World War II vet, so I kind of was growing up that way anyway to be pretty self disciplined.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I'm in the exact same way. I've actually. I, my my entire calendar is pretty much full every day but a lot of it is appointments i have set for myself you know of, of batching of batching my tasks and setting aside calendar time for me to get certain things done so like, I, I look at my calendar and see like from you know from 10 a.m till 12 p.m is 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 selling time or sales call time from you know 12 to 1 p.m is is uh is marketing or social media work and and that way i know that just you know, I I don't allow my calendar to be controlled by other people. As far as like people requesting meetings, I first make sure that I have on my calendar what I know I need to do and, and what my priorities are. And then if somebody calls, if somebody,
1: are your values that come first? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And 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 it feels weird at first, you know, to have somebody call and say, "Hey, can you talk? Can we have a phone call at you know one o'clock on Wednesday?" And then I look at my calendar and be like, "Well." I have this on my calendar for one o'clock Wednesday. I have my, I have my marketing time on my calendar. It's so easy to say, ah, I'll cancel that for today and put, some, and put this other call on. But I've, it feels weird to say no, because you know that it's just time you've set aside for yourself. But it's important that, yeah, it's so important to see that your time and, and what you're doing is just as, if not more important than what other people are demanding to be on your calendar. And then so over time, I've gotten used to that now, it doesn't feel weird anymore. And I've actually found it to be the most important thing that I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I find that in my life with photography, like when people, you know, I want to do this and they demand for me what they want. Like, I want to, I I'm going to do a Thursday shoot at nine, you know, at 6.30 p.m. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. But that comes yeah. with kind, that comes with practice, that comes with um, empowerment <laughs> that you have for yourself. And because we get to the point with practice and a lot of hurdles to get to that point, you know, but for me, now I need to show other people the way, you know, like other people need to be doing this as well. Stop not being, right. stuck,
0: you know, right. So, so in, in everything that you're, you're doing with, with, in, in all of these different programs, if, you know, for people who are for people who are, are listening to this and are interested in, in working with you in these capacities, whether it be with the Mission Empower Her or, or photography or building a personal brand, how, how do people get started with you in, in, in starting to, to build something? How would, how would somebody get started? with a
2: conversation to see where you,
1: where you fit. Where do we want to start? Do you want all the kit and caboodle where we're meeting or talking once or twice a month and we're, you know, um working more on one-on-one type mentoring, then then that's one sector of, of the business. That's the more one-on-one mentoring. I also have a package which is kind of cool because I love interplaying with with the teaching and the photography. So if you're local or if you need me to come to you, um, I love helping to build a brand because I believe so importantly with the visual brand. So because I'm a photographer, I can help you with that. So I can help with your headshots. I can help with your product shoots, your group shots, your like where you're working, all the detail things, because then I'll give you enough ammunition to use for your, shoot, for your, for your branding, for your social media, for your website and things like that. And then kind of show you the way. Um, or you can do the more group type setting where I have a 10 week course that's coming up starting on September 24th. It's every Tuesday night on a Zoom call and it's recorded, so it's live. It's recorded live, but you can always watch it another time where it's 10 weeks and that's where I really, it's more group setting. It's just not a lot of one-on-one, but that's where all the true strategies and the philosophies of what helped me get to where I'm at now that I apply every week and I give you homework and I help you get out of your comfort zone by doing live videos in the group and things like that. So that's really the foundation of how I got to where I am now that I'm, and now I teach that over a 10 week course online. And then it's
0: amazing. So it's kind of (laughs) cool. So, so, for people to get involved in that to, to learn more, they can just, is the easiest thing for them to do just to go to elainezelker.com and they yeah. can get in touch with you? Is that the best thing?
1: Absolutely. Elainezelker.com cool. or info at elainezelker.com email. Um, tell me awesome. what you're looking for and then I can see what, where, you know, based on your budget and where you, if you're just starting out, where do you see, you know, the most bang for your buck to get what you can, you know, what kind of education you're looking for. And then I can assess that. And then, you know, and also I'm, I'm connected very well, like my husband's a filmmaker. So we do video stuff and things like that to really help grow your brand that way as well. Um, cool. And also using other women empowerment, things like, you know, graphic artists and, and web designers and things like that, that I can direct you to as well. And then the other cool. thing we started with something called mission and power. You, you mentioned it a few times. Um, one of my best friends and I that she works in the studio with me, we share space now. She has 20 years plus in event event planning. And I've been working on all this women empowerment and doing, you know, these uh, workshops and stuff over the last couple of years and branding, where we combined our efforts and we created a new company called Mission Empower Her, where we've created one to three day missions, we call them, where we're catering to women's mind, body, spirit, and business on these either one day retreats that we're doing locally in the Lehigh Valley and surrounding New Jersey, New York, uh, Pennsylvania area. And then we're going to take them, you know, internationally, eventually where we're doing like five day retreats where you're doing things like self-defense classes, financial planning, uh, floral decorating, soap making yoga. So it's really encompassing everything that can empower you from the inside out and just give yourself a break for the day or for a couple of days, no cell phone, just kind of refuel and reignite your fire. So, and that's been a fun journey that we're working on right now as well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I, I have, I think that everything that you've, everything that you've been talking about, there's, is, is very, it, it fires me up just listening to you talk about all of these things. It's it's very, even though, even though there's, there's a lot of these concepts are things that I, that a lot of these concepts are things that I, that I personally believe in and, and personally practice already there's so many things that you have said that have have reignited a fire in me too especially the the gratitude journal concept I think that's that's absolutely incredible it's something that I that I want to 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 do more of or to 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 start to start doing um, to add in because you know I do journal I I I write my journal and I I write I write goals down I, I write plans down every day but what you're saying as far as as this the gratitude journal and especially with giving back that's that's something i'm i'm going to implement because i i it's, it's it's a great idea and i love the effect that it, that you've that you've shown how uh, the effect that it's had on you yeah. and 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 everything that you've everything that you've been saying has has like you just said it lights a fire in you and lights a fire in other people and mm-hmm. just talking to you about this stuff makes me makes me super psyched to to go out and conquer the day so yeah. it's, it's it's pretty amazing and i and i'm really hoping that everybody who's listening to this and, and this is this is something that I'm, the, the the main reason I wanted to have you come on and talk to you and, and talk, the main reason I wanted to have you come on and, and, and speak to you so that other people could hear from you as well is, is your mission and my mission are, are the same. You know, if, if I, I, we, yeah. I really see that we both have this desire to help kind of wake people up yes. and help people see that it's okay to focus on, it's okay to focus on yourself and to focus on empowering yourself. It's okay to focus on on personal growth. It's okay to focus on your own goals. And And we want people to kind of get their life back because you and I both have had these experiences where we kind of lost our, our lives and, and had to be awakened to see that it was possible to get it back and to still be successful at the same time and and i feel like our goals are the same in, in wanting people to experience this and wanting people to kind of wake back up and, and reclaim their lives and so i'm i'm so excited to be able to have talked to you about all of this today and, and i can guarantee that every single person who listens to this is going to feel the same way and i'm it's been an honor to talk to you Oh,
1: thank you so much it's been an honor to pour out all of my what's the fire that I've been holding in for so long as well. So I appreciate the opportunity to be able to put it on a platform so more people can see it, understand it, and know that they can do it a hundred percent. Just get people on your side and grow because we're waiting and ready to help
2: you.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. But thank you so much, Elaine. I greatly appreciate
2: your time today. Oh, well, you're